534, good morning. Tuesday, January 14th, we're up. Pretty tickled. Related, even. Speak for yourself. You are in a mood today. Uh, I'm glad you're here. I don't know. Floyd sounds very ornery, so. Got two sides of the show here. Uh, welcome into the Morning Reboot, a busy show, as we always try to do. Um, if there's ever a day where I say it's not a busy show, that's on us. We got we to gotta give you good stuff to listen to. A rated game right after 6 o'clock, Tacos and Trivia Tuesday. I think we have, we have a prize. We got to see what that is. Right after 7 o'clock this morning, uh, Bad Boys for Life comes out this week. So I think we'll go back to Will, and I say go back to, I think we've done it before, but some Will Smith trivia. So if you know your Fresh Prince after 7, a chance to win prizes. A way to help some things in Uptown with our friend Liz from ProMedica and their great network. Working event impact and inspire panel full of ladies. Jeffy McGee will be here to talk some Oscars and uh, and play the trailer game with us. To be a part of the show, 419-240-1055. Text anytime you'd like. If you text Eric to that number, you'll get the link for the podcast. A new episode of this show is posted each and every day before 10 o'clock. This show, song free, commercial free, and free free. free. Uh, good morning, 536, it's Eric Chase, and the one and only, but maybe a little annoyed, Floyd. Good morning, hi. I'm not I'm not annoyed, I'm annoyed. Okay, I can't lie. Uh, there's a couple things to throw at you, some all over the place. One, happy Krispy Kreme opening day, Ugh. 6 a.m. on Secor, so that's 20-some minutes away. There's like 70 people in line. Good. For a freaking glazed donut it's that you can the, get next week. It's for the experience. I get of it. Of what? Standing in line. Say you stood in line at Krispy Kreme. Idiots. Um, <laughs> also, on a more serious note, um, there were a lot of stories last night around 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock from The Blade and WTOL and all of our local media. We're out in Port Clinton around a house uh, with the Harley Dilly search and I believe what's called BCI, the Bureau of Criminal Investigation, mm-hmm. was there. And we know very few details other than that there, that there will be a press conference today at noon. So there's very few details, but that's that. And what's the one other? Oh, and unsurprisingly... The Tigers, because both Clemson and LSU were Tigers, the LSU won the national championship last night with a guy that... Oh, I, that was on last night? Yeah. Oh. I've, even me, who follows sports much more closely than you, kept checking. I'm like, wait a second. They didn't play that game yet? Because... I thought it happened already. Yeah, me too. I truly did. I thought Ohio State lost, and then they it was like a two-week vacation, and then football came back, and then it was over. That's what it was. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I have a, let's play a little game of creepy or not creepy. Yes, and waiting for donuts, creepy. No. Desperate, jobless, I, I don't know, whatever. I, 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 there's things I'm going to judge. <laughs> That's not one of them. If a, if a glazed donut cheers you up or if that keeps you company, fine. I mean, I can't complain. I would I would wait in line for vodka, so yeah, we're, we're there. What vodka would you, like a glazed donut vodka? Oh my god, glazed donut and f- vodka, cucumber vodka infused glazed donut. I'm in. Oh. That, see how you just judged me right there? That's how I was when I saw that picture on Facebook today. Fair enough. I, <laughs> I, it was more the, the, the vegetable with the donut, but whatever. Or the, yeah, the vegetable. So, creepy or not creepy, you... You and I are 97% on the same wavelength. Um, 
but I know that there are many people who deem a lot of my my more observations than actions, but will deem deem the behavior creepy. That's also another word we throw around a lot. All right, let's go. And this is completely aside from my "you'll never get out of my basement" jokes, or "hey, tell me what this tastes like." Right? Is, does it taste chloroformy enough? <laughs> Horrible. Or my knife emojis, or the fact that uh, you know my favorite part of 1917 dead was debt was crawling over the dead bodies. <laughs> All right. Quick note: I read a story about 1917 yesterday, and the author put it put my sentiment into words exactly. He's, he's like, I don't think a director should be nominated for what basically amounted to a war of people waiting in trenches to be gassed or blown up. Yes. And maybe that's why we don't have other good World War One movies, because that's what it was. Mm-hmm. So, um, and again, I find that funny and, and morbid at the same time. So if you're going to go, if we're playing creepy or not creepy with Eric, the chances are it, it, you, a listener, will be like, definitely creepy. Okay. I looked somebody up on Facebook yesterday, and mm-hmm. I, I hunted them down. Now, it didn't take a lot of hunting. A lot of my behavior is deemed creepy simply because I have the ability to quickly find people through through <laughs> information they put out there. It's all about verbiage. Like, how you explain it, you're just like, ooh. All right, McCall, keep going. I do that somewhat tongue-in-cheek. Tongue-in... Never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go to the Walmart on Glendale yesterday. I needed to kill a couple of minutes. Uh, before lunch, and I get out of my car and I look down. Is that a person? Oh, I wish. Oh, okay. I was like, what? Which is probably like a 40, 60 chance at that Walmart. <laughs> oh, that would have been creepy. Okay. I get out of my car and debit card. Someone else's? Yeah. Oh. Like, pretty new, not... I've like, been there, yeah. Like, it was broken or it looked frayed. Mm-hmm. It was pretty new. So I pick it up. It's got Ohio State stuff on there. Um, That's just what I noticed about it. They're easy to see. So I'm thinking, I should go in and... and Do they know they lost it? Did they cancel it already? I mean, this is a pretty correctable problem. If you notice it quickly enough, I've misplaced my debit card, found it before I've gone and canceled it or called the bank because it's a headache. Get a new card, same number or... You've got to make some changes in accounts that you're linked to, and it's a, a headache, but better than you know losing money. And usually, the, your banks will reimburse you. Mm-hmm. So, what do I do? Do I just give it to somebody uh, at Walmart and say, "Hey, I found this in the parking lot"? Now, God knows, with some of the activity that's happened at that Walmart, you know, for all they could think that I stole it, I knocked yeah. some, whatever. As I'm walking in, so not 50 yards. From where I picked it up, I made the decision. Let me look this person up on Facebook. Yeah, that's not creepy. Some well, I I found the person. I found uh, that she worked at a business across the street from that Walmart. Okay, so you went into her life. Yeah. Okay, that's creepy. Now <laughs> that's some Netflix TV stuff. She, I had I couldn't see anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll give you the name. But I found her on Facebook, sent her a friend request, <clears throat> and then <clears throat> I had some more time to kill, so I went over to the business. And I said, is such and such here? They said, no. And I was thinking that she didn't work there, but it, it, it the card was so fresh. Some, so this was her hood. Again, I'm just being a detective. <clears throat> 
And then the woman said, um, no, she doesn't work today. I said, well, I found this. And I showed her the card and I said, you know, could you give this to her? The woman, when I showed her the card, it was one, she gave me two kinds of looks. One, this person would lose her head if it wasn't attached and she loses a lot of stuff. Or two, there's a lot of random dudes that come in looking for this woman. Hmm. It was It was either or. So I get in the car and I messaged her. I said, hey, I found your debit card. Um, and I took it over to your work. Hope everything is good. And the first message back was, how did you find out where I worked? <laughs> well, it was listed on your profile that I could see. And then within a couple of moments, I, I wasn't able to answer the message. And all caps, thank you for dropping this off. She didn't even know she had lost it, I don't think. Uh-huh. And many messages later, she was probably modestly hitting on me or was at least... Um, I think she was more grateful you found her debit card. I'll let you read the messages. <laughs> so... But I mean, creepy or not creepy? That's creepy because <clears throat> I your my protocol would have went totally different. Like you went, I would have I found someone's ID before. I did find them on social media, but I sent them a message saying, "Hey, you there was a driver's license." It's like, "Hey, not being creepy, but found your driver's license." And I put a picture, sent a picture of me holding the driver's license, and I was like, "Found it in my work parking lot." I don't know how it got there, but they're like, "Oh, thank you, thank you." And then they were like. Why well, work here? Or you could drop it in the mailbox. Or my address is there. You could bring it to my house. And I was just like, I could do either or. And they were like, and they worked at the Honey Bake Ham Factory. So I was like, I'll just take it to your job. That's what I did. I don't want to go to your house and be like, oh, now I know where you live. But no, here, like, is Jane Doe work at today? They're like, oh, no, why? I was like, oh, well, I found her ID in the parking lot. So it's not creepy. Maybe the steps you did were creepy. Stop. You should have messaged her first. Maybe. Not, Maybe. Not go to the profile. Like, oh, you work at... Oh, there? All right. Did I uh, make any errors here in etiquette? 419-240-1055. Can't do anything nice without turning into a nasty social media fo- uh, fodder. <laughs> good morning. There's something in the way you... 550. Good morning. It's the morning reboot on Q105. Something... We would like to invite you to, on Thursday night, to eat a little bit. I know you might have Krispy Kreme on the mind. This is different. It's other comfort food. Hold on a second. Good morning and welcome to the show. Q105, Eric and Flood. You can text 419-240-1055. Uh, when I was in my corned beef kick, which I still kind of am, mm-hmm. some people had suggested Schlotsky's. Do you know that place? Yes. What is it? It's. I've never actually been, but it's. they have sandwiches, right? I think it's I think it's a deli like Slotsky's deli. The people that came in here, was that Slotsky's? They were never here. No, you're talking about the one on Reynolds. You're you're thinking Savatsky's. Yeah, the one on Reynolds. Yeah, yeah, I've been there before. Yeah, it's like it's a deli, right? Yeah, it's like it's very similar to Big Apple on on Woodville. Thank you. There yeah. we go. The deli, and yes. I, I've never eaten it either. And I do love do love a good I giant there. I apologize. East Coast sandwich. I drove by yesterday, and it's at Schlotsky's Austin Eatery. What's that? Like a Texas brand? I don't know. Like like a spinoff show? I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I need to know. I thought it was a pretty popular... De- What's wrong with your arm? Are you okay? Oh, there's like a little pimple. I'm just scratching it. Hmm. You want me to uh, come over there and pop it for you? No, that's disgusting. Yeah, I was just <laughs> curious if that had gone from deli to oh, that's, whatever the new place is. Oh, I'm not is. sure. That's a good question. More comfort food. Um, you're going to make me hungry at 5.50 in the morning. I'm sorry. You're you you get uh, you're getting a lot of people coming up to you saying, 
Are you Floyd from the radio? Yes. Yeah, pretty much every day, everywhere I go. You can live that best life Thursday night as you do year two as celebrity judge. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm ready. I had so much fun last year. Come out. Come meet me and eat chili. To? To the NAMI cook-off. Correct, yeah. At the Lutheran Church. Yeah, I can't the, think of the name of it off the top of Glen, my head. Glenwood Lutheran Church. It, I live right across the street from it, technically. It's, yep, it's on, <laughs> it's on Monroe, right next. It's the, the, the very religious place, mm-hmm. um, I guess on the west side of... TMAF, Toledo yep. Museum of Art. Uh, it's completely free. The Nami Chili Cook-Off. You can come out, ask some questions. I think I'm in charge of creating some kind of entertainment or games or maybe a mystery box, but Glenwood Lutheran Church, 5.30 to 7.30 on mm. Thursday night. Some, I, I can't guarantee it, but if if not, you have to deal with it because you're one of the judges. Uh, should be some good chili? Hopefully, but if not, that's the thing of a chili cook-off. Not all of them are gyms. Right. But last year, we... Was there five or four? There are five last six. I'm trying to think of the, the tables. There are five. One, two, three, four. Because Neil's in the middle, and then there are two on each side. So there are five, and they were all really pretty good. One was, I like my chili a bit spicy, but I like it mild too. So like I'm a chili, chili man. Okay. Like some people can't handle the heat. Some people like a little kick. I like both. Like if Same. you just give me flavor with meat and beans and I'm a dollar upper. Like, I like putting cheese and sour cream. Spices make can make the meal. Yeah. So, your other celebrity guest judges are- Oh, all, yeah. Who's, who's competing with me? Uh, my friend Jay Skeba. Who? For, for The Blade. Oh, I saw it. He's on Twitter. Jay's, Jay's a good dude. Um, also, I can't pronounce his last name, but Matt from Pizza Cat, who has long been a NAMI supporter. Okay, I'm- I'm quickly becoming D-list. I thought I was so A-list. Keep going. No, you're A-list. No, no, no. You just knocked no. me down two tiers. Keep going. And uh, last up is Quirky Dave Gerke, Bethany's boss from TSA, the uh, the the development director. Oh, Gert Gert. Yeah. We can share the D-list status together, friends. So Nami Chili Cook-Off on Thursday night, 5.30 to 7.30 at Glenwood Lutheran Church. Um, Nami, there, the National Alliance on Mental Illness. Are there no lady judges this year? No. Aww. Women can't eat chili. I'll come in with a wig. I'm a gender bender. You can do two. You can do. You can. Do, there can be a Deja and there can be a Floyd. I can come with two stomachs. We ready? One other quick note uh, that I've been thinking about because we're we're checking off all the boxes of second this, second that as we roll into the the second year of the show here, uh, and it's coming up. I think in March sometime. I'm going to ask Ashley if we can do her. I'm assuming we're going to be asked again the chili cook off at the Stranahan that we got. Ooh, that was a, girl. I'm delicious. Yeah, where we made the most money in tips, but didn't win. Right, because there's some longtime participants there. That's fine. All great empires must fall. Are I'm thinking we do the white chili again. I, I'm all about Caucasian chili. Uh, Let's do it. Girl, I'm delicious. Part two. Girl, I'm still delicious. Um, if you love chili, you'll love this show. Good morning. It's Q105. Six fourteen on the morning reboot Q one hundred five. Our very favorite uh, text keyword to win for a thousand bucks, a thousand dollar prepaid gift card from our friends at Paco's. Pickles is the keyword. Mm. Pickles, which might be the name of your pet. 
Uh, text pickles to 55678 to try to win that money. More details on our website, q1055.com. Good morning. It's Eric and Floyd. We're glad you're here with us in the morning reboot. If you're just tuning in, good morning. You already missed a little game of creepy or not creepy with my actions and behavior <laughs> yesterday. We'll get to some Oscar stuff before 7 o'clock. I have some thoughts. I know it's Oscars so white and so male, but some other things. Are they hashtagging that again? It's happening. Mm. Yeah, they just probably, you know, they just fired up the tweets from last year. It's not wrong either. I mean, but, I mean are they wrong? Um, I, I think there's some other blame to pass around. Just a little bit, not to make excuses and... We, we didn't see all these movies. And uh, we'll get to the Harley Dilly stuff, the update there around 6.30 with news. And I know it happened on The Bachelor last night. I watched a little bit of it, too. Did you see the, the facial? No. Let me play this for you quickly. <laughs> so uh, this happened last night. It, it will live on The Bachelor forever. <laughs> Kelsey. Uh-huh. There we go. <laughs> Peter. I had some speed on it. My Kenna. It's Look at that. Kenna. Thank Are we you. drinking from the bottle or from the cup? From glasses. We can drink from the bottle. Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not a classy bitch all the time, so there we it's go. fine. All right, show me what she All right, I get... <laughs> oh! All over her face. Are you okay? What was it? Champagne. What? What the hell? Are you okay? I'm so... Kelsey had her moment ruined, but... Yeah, it was major, <laughs> major... Some people are already calling it Champagne Gate. So it was a moment last night. Did he uh, get rid of her? Oh, I'm sorry, that was insensitive. Did she get a rose? Okay. I just saw people talking about champagne, and that was trending, and I wanted to watch it. Uh-huh. So I'm, we're going to save. I'm not always a classy bitch. <laughs> uh, the rated game. Uh, I'll give you a, a thing you tell me. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. I'm ready. Uh, the, the flavor, or however you want to go with it. Buffalo chicken. Ooh. That's so underrated because it's my favorite. It's good. Okay. Next up. Um, buy three, get $5 gift card. Buy three. Buy three? Like, buy three things and get a $5 gift card? Yeah. That's way overrated. That's too much math. I'm trying to figure out. Are you even saving money? Maybe It's like bundles of makeup. They're like, oh, you get two for this price? I'm like, yeah, but you're only saving like $5. Calm down. <laughs> it's a Target. And... I, I see the sign and I think it's on sale, like three for five. Okay. But no, and and, and no, who's spending $5 at Target? Like just, right, it's getting right. you back in the- Put I mean, a zero after that, then we're talking. Pie. Just pie? Yep. It's, it's properly rated. It does its job, I guess. Okay. Cardi B politician. Ugh. Overrated. I don't want to hear what she has to say. That's so hateful. Krispy Kreme. Like grand opening or like just the the, the the vessel? Yes, that. It's properly rated. It's a donut shop. Right. They have coffee. They have apple fritters. Do they have coffee? Are you asking me? I'm not sure. And the last thing. Uh, often overlooked when I go to places like that, when I go to Dunkin' Donuts or whatever, but still a quality... What's the word? What is a muffin? Uh, a muffin is a it's a cupcake out of drag. That's what I call Danish it. Danish or something? Uh, so mu- a muffin. It's bland. What if it was like blueberry or flavored? Or I do like a banana nut bread muffin. There you go. Mm-hmm. Not bread, but muffin. No, no, no. I know. Okay. 
There's banana br- muffins, right? Probably. I think I've had one before. In the history of man, I'm sure somebody shoved a banana into a muffin. <laughs> history of man. <laughs> Girl, you eat muffin. I put banana in muffin. You put, eat muffin. I put you in here. Uh, an update, which offers very little info uh, about what was going on in Port Clinton last night. I know some of our local local news stations are out there now. There'll be a press conference at noon. We'll pass along what details we can and say congratulations to a great warrior of a vehicle next on Q105. Good news, bad news, breaking news, fake news, local news, and even real news. And yeah. Just the news you need with the Morning Reboot with Eric Chase on Q105. Uh, Port Clinton police have set a new press conference because media, we all have questions. The community Mm -hmm. has questions into the investigation of missing teen Harley Dilly. There was an overnight search in a vacant house near the Dilly residence. Police chief out there and fire officials left the scene around 3 a.m. There was one officer remaining uh, stationed there. Port Clinton police did not confirm the nature of the presence at the 500 block of Fulton Street, only that BCI, is it Bureau of Criminal Investigation, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, was on the scene investigating. As of 3.30 a.m., all the officials had pulled away from the scene. Again, no update. Uh, Just after 2 a.m., a white van was seen backing up to a side door at the vacant house where an hour earlier, investigators cut a wall open from inside. The back door of the van was opened and police cars and an ambulance pulled up, blocking the view of the van. A few minutes after that, the van pulled away and a BCI unit also left. Hmm. Right, 8.23 last night, there was a press release from the Port Clinton Police Chief. Robert Hickman stated that Harley is still missing, and that's been the last official word from authorities. More at noon today. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of got into it like, you know, you something you've heard, never read the comments. And a lot of people are drawing their own conclusions. I even said this last night on my social media. Like, can we not put a child in a grave and or in a casket without like an official wording from the authorities and someone said well we all need to know i said you don't think they're not going to tell his family first right like we're we're, like we're we're literally the third line of information in this case like you on facebook have (laughs) no need or right to know at all it and and i don't know like i said i don't know why i'm so invested in this but it pissed me off when i someone posted on facebook rest in peace harley or your your truth will come out i'm just like that's insensitive and it's disrespectful not only to all parties involved that's authorities family but like to this missing child don't don't yes when bci is called in i watch a lot of svu law and order stuff it's not a good sign, but in these situations, it's never a good sign. You know what I mean? When someone comes missing and it's been this long yeah. and there's not a trace, like there's not, we, we know in our heart of hearts, there's, there probably won't be a good come out, right. uh, turn around, I mean, come out with this, but don't, don't put a child in their grave already. Like that's, it's just, it was just so insensitive and like, I don't know why I went down the rabbit hole reading comments, but like I just threw my phone cause I was just. There's a lot of ignorant people out there. And it was yeah, there are. yesterday. Don't read the comments. Hold on. we got to move okay, on. Okay, go. Uh, the Toledo-built Jeep Gladiator was named the 2020 North American Truck of the Year at a news conference in Detroit yesterday. It's the 26th year of the awards, and the Gladiator, made at the Toledo Assembly Complex, won the title in its first year of production. Uh, it's voted on by 50 automotive journalists from the U.S. and Canada. Fiat Chrysler unveiled the Jeep, uh, their first pickup truck since 92, in December of a couple of years ago at the L.A. Auto Show. And then 2020 models began rolling off the assembly line last April. They produced 4,190. Yay! But raise your hand if you've ever seen one in real life. 
I've not seen one. No, neither have I. <laughs> I've not seen one in real life. Neither have I. But I know people like them. So a, a nice little honor there. Uh, West Toledo Bar facing scrutiny related to a series of nuisance crimes has agreed to close its doors and sell the property. In a settlement with the city, Olivia Mata, owner of Wally Rockets Bar, agreed to permanently shutter the business. In exchange, the city agreed not to padlock the property or label it a nuisance. Uh, she is seeking to sell the property and the liquor license to a new owner not already associated with the business. She can't sell to anybody that's family or friends or, or associated so with the business. Like someone completely the, new. Okay. John Madigan, the city's senior attorney in the law department, said the city isn't opposing another bar opening at the same location. Our concern is abating a nuisance under that ownership. It's been closed uh, on a temporary injunction since October following complaints from the city and three city council members over a series of incidents, the last of which was a fatal shooting of 25-year-old Sterling Parker on October 23rd. He died of a gunshot wound after exiting the bar shortly after 2 a.m. Mm. Sorry, this is burp. But no, you're fine. I, I don't know. I just... It, well, I, don't, I don't know. I've Keep going, because I'm, I'm trying to... Manifest words and it's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, the, the neighbors had some issues with it as well. I mean, it's in a neighborhood. And my thing is, like, I just, I always find it difficult when they, like, put it on a bar. But I know, like, people do consume a lot of alcohol. But, like, once someone leaves, and I know alcohol was bought there, but, like, at the end of the day, these are grown people who have their own issues outside of a bar. You are a part of a neighborhood and a community, though, mm-hmm. and you probably do have some responsibility yeah. to say, hey, I, I can't have you in here. I just, you yeah. cause I'm, trouble. I'm totally team neighborhood yeah. on this one. I just, a lot of bars are, they're just like, they're getting a bad rap for, for people's misfortunes. Right. That way. Yeah. Um, University of Toledo student athletes did something they've never done before. The Rockets 3.302 GPA was the best ever for a fall semester and the second highest GPA ever behind only last spring. 3 mm. 3. Is that good? I guess. It's been so long since I've been in school. It's also the first time that four teams have achieved a 3-7 or higher. The softball team led the way, followed by men's golf, women's golf, and women's soccer. Uh, Maybe the biggest story of the day outside of Krispy Kreme. Would you like free Chick-fil-A? Me, personally? Yeah, you. No. Okay. Uh, If you get or haven't downloaded the Chick-fil-A mobile app, there's a new incentive to do it this month. Through the end of the month, the Chicken Chain is offering uh, a free eight-count orders uh, of its classic nuggets to anybody who creates a Chick-fil-A One account or signs into an existing account on the app, where customers can exchange the nuggets for their new Kale Crunch side, which was released on Monday. Uh, although getting a freebie... For- for joining a rewards program or downloading an app is pretty common among fast food chains. It's rare for a company to reward existing loyalty members too, but the upshot here, the takeaway is free nuggets. Nuggies. Yes, prepare the Give me some chicken nuggies. 6.34 on the morning reboot. Good morning. We will get to uh, more of the Bachelor stuff and a lot of the Oscars, which were released as we wrapped up our show yesterday. A big day of nominations for The Joker and mm-hmm. other movies as well. Before 7, that's coming up. 651, welcome to the show today. If you're just tuning in, it's the morning reboot on Q105. You can text the show or be a part of things later on this morning. Panel full of ladies and tacos and trivia Tuesday, both coming up a little after 7 and 8. 419-240-1055. Last night, there was a lot of drama on The Bachelor, which we don't talk about a lot. Um, Kelsey tried to have her moment and then took one in the face from... Can I do it? There we go. Okay. Champagne. Got some speed on it. Hold on. Look at that. Woo! 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 Woo
drinking. Are we drinking from the bottle or from the cup? From glasses. Mm-hmm. We can drink from the bottle. Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not a classy bitch all the time, so there we it's go. fine. All right, show me what she All right, got. I get... Oh! Are you okay? What? Oh, what the hell? Are you okay? <laughs> I'm so... Well... <laughs> oh, no. I'm over it. Are you okay? I talked to Hannah and she said she didn't know. But she knew. Don't Our... talk to me. Okay. Don't talk to me. You know what you did. Don't talk to me. A legendary moment on The Bachelor last night. So Wait, wait, okay. So now, now I've invested. So did Hannah do something? You have to watch it. No, there's another girl, McKenna, and there's... Just watch. Okay. Because I don't understand it. I can't put the pieces together, but I did see her take the champagne to the face. And I'm not always a classy bitch is a great line. All right. Well, uh, to each their own. Find we, that love. We, leading up to it, and then we saw it, we're like, yeah, the Joker's going to win some awards. Um, Joaquin Phoenix already a Golden Globe winner for his role as the Joker, but it earned 11 total nominations with the announcement yesterday for the 92nd Annual Academy Awards, the most of any comic book-based movie ever. Best Picture, Best Actor, Best Director, Best Adapted Screenplay. In addition, eight other films are up for Best Picture. 1917, Ford vs. Ferrari, Jojo Rabbit, Little Women, The Irishman, Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Uh, following Joker were three films with ten noms. The Irishman, 1917, and Once Upon a Time. Jojo Rabbit, Little Women, Marriage Story, and Parasite each got six. So uh, a good handful of movies got a lot of nominations. Mm-hmm. Some of the snubs were um, female directors, including Little Women's Greta Gerwig, um, was the most glaring omission in the category, and what she was uh, omitted a couple of years ago for something as well. And it escapes me at the moment. Uh, Cynthia Erivo nabbed the Best Actress nom for Harriet, um, but still, 19 of the 20 acting nominees were white, marking a year of Oscars almost so white. <laughs> for the second year in a row, the Oscars will also go hostless. Some other snubs that people talked about, and I've decided to not comment on anything I didn't see, Right, and I can't even say that Marriage Story is deserving because I didn't see the other stuff. I, I like Marriage Story right. more than The Irishman. I liked it more than 1917, but I haven't seen Parasite, for instance. Um, snubs. Jennifer Lopez mm-hmm. for Hustlers. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. That's- who seemingly, everyone, I, who I, everyone who knew what they were getting into to go see this movie seemed to love, at least they were riddled with tension and anxiety mm-hmm. watching this movie. So that seems like a, a genuine snub. Yeah. For Adam Sandler. And he had a good um, comeback on Twitter. He's like, don't worry, I don't have to wear suits no more. And I was like, that's funny. Like, they're taking it in stride. He had some other stuff as well. And yeah. I think he said leading up to this, uh, if I don't get any nominations, I'm going to keep making crappy movies. Yeah. So, but it seemed like that movie could be, could, could get several nominations for, I guess, director, actor, um, maybe even movie, but it, it is it is surprising it received so little, if any, nominations. Beyonce, people see as a snub. Yeah, because she because well, Spirit was nominated for best original song with everything all coming up to the award season. But it, it, that's you got to keep in mind the Academy of Motion Pictures is literally all of Hollywood. They literally vote on a ballot, and it's literally a group of like older white gentlemen sitting in a room and they go through the ballots and they figure out the categories. Can I can I throw another thing but, out there? Yeah. We talked last year when Ryan Gosling was up for First Man 
nominations. Yes, yes, yes. And I think he won some awards. Do you remember? I, I found the story. It said he doesn't play the game. Yes, and that's the I was the, so the other thing I was leaning up to. You like when you get nominated, you petition for yourself to win, or you you submit yourself for nominations, mm-hmm. and you've got to work the circuit a little bit. And yes, there's a lot of familiar names, and I'm not saying that the people that were overlooked need need to work. There is some politicking and, oh, and, and glad sure. handing oh, involved. Oh, for sure. It's like, well, remember I went down the rabbit hole last year about the Emmy Awards. Remember I was like. Oh, I didn't know, like, sometimes you have to, like, the girl from Game of Thrones, she had to submit herself and actually pay that fee to enter herself into the category. I don't even mean that. But 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 I'm, no, it's the the same vein, though, like, campaigning and kind of a little bit of butt kissing. Yeah. (laughs) I I didn't want to say it bluntly, but yeah. No, yeah, you're you're right. You're right. And and it's unfortunate that with awards and a lot of things in life, Mm -hmm. we would like them to be merit-based. Right. But anybody that's been through a job process before, I think anybody listening to this show, you, me, certainly, have thought, I was more qualified for that job than that person. Whoever got it. But you know what? They probably got it because of a relationship or something. Mm -hmm. And in in some ways, at least with that, that's not the worst thing in the world, but this is not as merit-based as we'd like it to be. And there are some legitimate stuff. Somebody pointed out Jamie Foxx for Mm -hmm. Just Mercy that just came out. Yeah, and then um, Michael B. Jordan and also um, Eddie Murphy was along that list. And... I think Wesley Snipes had a supporting role in that movie. I'm not. I'm not seen it. Like I said, I can't judge the Academy Awards because I've not seen any of these movies. To be yeah. honest, however, I remember watching them as a kid, thinking, "Oh, that's they're such a great actor. I want to be that one day." And then, like as you got older, you're kind of just like, you got start becoming a movie buff and start going to movies, and someone wins an award, and you're just like, "That movie made no sense to me." Like you know, but it, we're older now, so we like these movies a little bit more. Yeah, and all, and also you you want. Someone in the movie like Academy Award winner Brad Pitt is the Abominable Snowman. You know what I mean? Like you just want that title in front of your name. Uh, Netflix led the way with twenty four nominations, which is up from fifteen last mm. year. The Irishman, The Pope. I think the Klaus or Klaus came from Netflix. I do want to see the two popes. After you told me yeah, what me it was too. about, I me do too. want to see that. Movie. I need to get over. Um, Boon Jung Hu, mm-hmm. the director and uh, the producer of, uh, of Parasite, had a great quote, I think, a couple of weeks ago at the Golden Globes. He said, Americans or white people, whoever, um, need to get over the one-inch barrier that is subtitles to enjoy a good movie. Oh, right. Uh, last thing, uh, 25-year-old Cersei Ronan uh, got her fourth nomination, making her the second youngest performer, male or female, to ever receive that number of Oscar nods. Is number one Hillary Swank? I feel like it's Hillary Swank. 25 and under? Second, that's a good question. Yes. I don't know. And then uh, you've seen the name Florence Pugh. Mm-hmm. So she's in the Black uh, Black Widow movie. Okay. She's, I believe, in Little Women. And it's now, I see it's free on Prime, this this Swedish horror movie called um, Midsummer. I want to watch that. Oh. So she seems to be it's a horror movie, kind of. I thought it was like a Shakespeare movie. Me too. <laughs> did you see? Did you see? They compared it to. Did you see Hereditary? Yes. Oh, that movie's so good. That movie's so underrated. They compared it to that. Okay. So she could be the next big mega star. Nice. Uh, Six fifty nine with the morning reboot on Q one hundred five. I'm. A, I'm not always a, a classy Jew. In fact, I'm probably never a classy Jew. Uh, neither am I. 
Something else we have in common. Tacos and Trivia Tuesday is on the way next. We've got prizes for you, especially if you know your Fresh Prince with Bad Boys for Life coming out this week. Q105. The Ocean Nothing says Toledo like tacos, trivia, and Eric Chase. We've got two of the three right now. Tacos, Taco Tuesday. On Q105's The Morning Reboot. You know what sounds good? A Euro. I know it's very opposite of Taco Tuesday. Mediterranean Mondays? <laughs> right, something. I have a, a question about a local Mexican restaurant once we wrap up here. And it comes from my new friend whose debit card I found yesterday. Yes. Creepy or not creepy? The way you did it, um, we'll say borderline creepy. Okay. Hi, Paul. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Let's try to get you some walleye tickets here. Are you a uh, Are you a Will Smith or Fresh Prince fan at all? Yeah, slightly. I mean, you know him, right? Yeah. Okay. Like, I don't know who his fans are. Like, he's just likable. Yeah. Okay. All right, Paul, here we go. You can ask Floyd for help if you want. Uh, Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Blank. James. Jeff. Jeff or George. Okay. All right, he knows his stuff. Yeah, Paul. Uh, Smith's November 1999 album was called (gasps) Willennium, Will 2K, I'm Here and You Will Like It. Will 2K. Do you want to ask Floyd? Yes. You Floyd? Should, yes, you should say Willennium. Okay, uh, Willennium. Okay. How many Oscar nominations does Will Smith have? Zero, two, or 21? Uh, 21? You should ask Floyd again. Okay, Floyd, what's the right answer? Do it's, you think? it's two. Not right. It's just his best guess. <laughs> okay. So we've never asked a question okay, like... Okay, I'm going to go with two. Uh, okay. We've never done this kind of question before, but it's all one question. I'll give you the role. You give me the Will Smith movie, okay? Okay. Agent J. Men in Black. Mike Lowry. Independence Day? Officer Mike Lowry. Oh, bad boys. Okay. The genie. Floyd, can you help? Dear God. Aladdin. Aladdin. (laughs) And the very last question. Floyd, who was uh, Fresh Prince's best friend who came to visit from Philadelphia? What, What was the actor's name? Do you know who the actor was? His best friend? The actor. Was it DJ Jazzy Jeff? No. His no. Are there choices? Yeah. Okay. On, on Fresh Prince, Will's best friend from Philly was named Ice Tray, Ice Cube, Ice T. The actor Oh was, the actor was Don Cheadle. I remember now, yeah. What do you think, Paul? Ice Tray, Ice Cube, Ice T. It was Ice Tray. Yes. A very well, slender Don Cheeto who doesn't even look like he does now. Correct. I remember. Paul, you, right. you struggled through it, but you scored the walleye tickets. Hold on one second, okay? Awesome. So I 
I have this new friend now from finding her debit card, mm-hmm. and she accepted my friend request and all this stuff. And uh, it looks like she participated in a little uh, Taco Monday. Uh huh. Is there a Mexican buffet in the evening at Mi Hacienda? I've never been. That's my my mom and I's favorite Mexican restaurant. But there is an area for it. It's kind of like Poco Loco has like their buffet yeah, area, but I've actually never seen it. I don't know if I could unleash myself at a Mexican buffet. You can unleash yourself at a Mexican buffet. It just depends on how much you're willing to reserve yourself. Would they would they let me take a nap before I go? It's all you can eat. It's, take a nap. Mm-hmm. Also, I was really proud of myself. That trivia. I know the two movies he was nominated for, too. Yeah? Where are they? Um, Ollie and Pursuit of Happiness. Correct. Yes. Only two. Only two nominations. Most of his awards are like MTV centric, for movies and stuff. Or Razzies. Yes. (laughs) Yes. 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 Seven sixteen with the morning reboot. How about some friends in Uptown next? Q one hundred five traffic sponsored. It's 7.30 on Q105, the morning reboot. Paddleful of ladies after 8 today. Our friend Jeffy McGee will join us for more Oscar stuff and the trailer game. But now it's Eric and Floyd. And let's introduce our guest, a familiar voice who joins us about every month or so. Liz from ProMedica. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. I didn't uh, I didn't ask you the, the, the pre-interview type questions because I figure we can just do it on the air and you can kind of conduct the interview with our new friend Kendra. Yeah, yourself. Absolutely. Another impact and inspire event coming up, right? Correct. What do we got? Where are we going? Who are we benefiting? So Impact and Inspire is a young professional organization or event series run through Prometica's foundation department. We're also called I'm In um, because we hope that you will join us. Um, it is a event series that we host quarterly and we benefit a local uh, nonprofit or Prometica affiliate. And this time we are benefiting the Uptown neighborhood through the Ebide Center. Hi. That's you, Kendra. Hi. Hi, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for visiting today. Uh, what is your position? How are you connected with all this? Tell us about what you do and how you help out. Yeah, so really excited to be here with Liz and the team. So I'm the Director of Social Determinants of Health, and I oversee all of our community initiatives. So everything that's happening on the ground, not in a clinical space, including the Ebide Center, which is at 1806 Madison. So market on the green. If anyone is familiar and has been to the grocery store there. He, Floyd keeps it in business. I, I love it. it. I love keep it. Keep it in coming business. and keep sending folks to us. <laughs> So a lot of folks don't know the the rest of that building, the second through fourth floor, we actually uh, work with community partners to do different community services. So we have a teaching kitchen there, teaching folks how to use fresh produce and the product out of the grocery store. We have our financial opportunity center there, which is our one-to-one coaching model, our community care hub, which is our social work team. And so really just spend a lot of our time out in the uptown neighborhood, talking to residents, talking to other organizations and see what's happening, and then try to make connections. So for Impact and Inspire, we're doing a basic needs drive uh, to really benefit some of the nonprofits. So St. Paul Community Center, which is the homeless shelter um, in the neighborhood and doing phenomenal work there um, around mental health. And then also Westfield at Phoenix, which is our TPS school. Um, And so really excited to be able to get them some of the items that they need. So um, January 23rd, folks should come see us, uh, second floor of EBAD. Um, this is that's where the networking event will be, correct, correct. ladies? Um, as always, a, a free event. Just bring some of these items that Kendra alluded to there. What else can we look forward to in the evening? Because it's a different kind of locale than in the past where we're at a bar or something like that. But I think, to Kendra's point, the e Center is more than just market on the green there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, absolutely. So I, I think the goal that evening is also to tour the facility. Um, so that's really excited. I actually um, shot a promo video this past week. So I think that's going to be shared on our Facebook and LinkedIn pages soon. So that'll give an overall view of what the eBide Center is. Um, just kind of a teaser of what to expect that evening. Vanessa Leonard, who's been, been here with us before, Impact and Inspire the 23rd at the eBide mm-hmm. Center. Floyd, it would have been great for you to be part of the video because at least you know the bottom part of the eBide <laughs> yeah. Center very well. Yeah, and we wouldn't have got Oscar snubbed. You could have been in that segment. Yeah, Maybe I know, right? Hello. Into the video? Was it too late? Yeah. Just super going across. <laughs> Photoshop like, low floating. And then someone voice over me, I am Floyd. <laughs> Liz, the market on the green, and I don't... I don't know the year, but may- maybe you guys will know. It's been there since 2015. 2015. 2015. 2015. And I was I was living downtown, and I had started living there in the beginning of 2013, and I had the same lament that many people did. There's no place to buy anything to eat, and it was great when that was there for the neighborhood, for regardless of the low income, high income, whatever the income, because it was a food desert. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Floyd lives in that area, and it's really the only place to go. But I'm excited, Kendra, for more people to find out about what else is there. Yes, please come see us. Stop, and we're open seven days a week at the market um, and then we're, our staff is on the second floor so um, if you need any services or connections come up and see us and we'll be happy to walk you around and get you connected what time is the event Liz 530 530 till 7:30. cooking demonstrations or anything like that as well um I don't think we're planning on having that okay. no demos this time but we have a monthly um, demo series so if you go to the ProMedica website to the eBite Center our monthly calendar is there so we have a six week cooking class we have one time demos um, our next demo is February 19th I believe um, but all the information is on the website it's so beautiful- and we'll have it at the event too so you can mm-hmm. take some it's a beautiful flyers. kitchen as well yeah. um, one last thing of mine I guess if I could throw out there it's uh, a beautiful place to experience Floyd you know this as well Yeah. Mm. whenever spring chooses to arrive there is a park next to right next market door. on the green that you can sit and have lunch enjoy the because some great uh, architecture and landscaping there yeah absolutely we just got new seating in the park too so come be more comfortable than before <laughs> um, and a lot of great summer and spring programming there as well so awesome liz vanessa did we hit everything do we got to get anything else look um, ahead to the, the next items. i'm in well yeah uh, items. so items um so we are collecting travel size shampoos and soaps um paper products i believe mm-hmm. um Lots of just basic needs. So dish detergent, laundry detergent, deodorant, toothbrush, toothpaste. Okay. And always, as Kendra keeps saying, which is right, go to the website. Go to the website. (laughs) Or search. You can. I I know Impact and Inspire, if you give that a look on Facebook, it's easy Mm -hmm. to find as well. Also, imin.eventbrite.com or imanuptown.eventbrite.com. Yes, please RSVP, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, We are filling up, actually. Okay. Can we look ahead to the next one, to the spring one? Yes. What do we got? Um, uh, April 23rd, we are benefiting Humane Ohio. Perfect. <laughs> I was just thinking, um, as I was asking you the question, it's been a minute since there's been an animal one, which I think was for HARP in the summer of 2018. HARP yes. Hope and Recovery Pets Program with my friend. Oh, I have a meeting with them this week, I think. Ooh. At the E-Bite Center. <laughs> are you at the E-Bite Center all the time? Kendra? I am all the time. So I will come say hi. hi. Yes, Gay and Janet <laughs> and everybody. Oh, but yeah. Humane Ohio, that's awesome. I love. Uh, did you connect with Laura Simmons? Um, I'm not sure. One of my coworkers is okay. the one that's connecting. All right, where's that one going to be at? Or you have you not uh, determined yet? Ice restaurant. Where? Ice downtown. Very oh, nice. nice. Very nice indeed. Good stuff, Liz Vanessa from Prometica. Thank you, Kendra. Good to meet you. Nice to meet you guys. Uh, Impact and inspire next Thursday night at the Ebide Center. We've got um, more Oscar stuff on the way from this hour and the Kardashians thing that the Jonas Brothers had fun with before eight. Love has taken- 
7.52 on the morning reboot. Paco's will pay your bills. This is before we start another money contest next week. Paco, Paco's pays your bills. Tony Pat. Sometimes I, I used to see Mr. Paco on the elliptical mm-hmm. at the gym. Good guy. <laughs> we know Mr. Paco has money uh, and good hot dogs. $1,000 Visa prepaid gift card. Text the word PICKLES. Pickle. To 55678. More on our website, q1055.com. It's Eric and Floyd. If you've missed any part of the show so far, please grab the podcast. Song free, commercial free? Free free. Text Eric to 419-240-1055. Before we get to a show finally ending that we don't talk about, I know we'd like, but I know people love, and then a topic I neglected to get to last hour, but I desperately want your thoughts on, let me give you the Jonas Brothers reenacting a famous Kardashian scene. Don't be f***ing rude. Are you kidding me? I swear to God. Don't be What are you doing? thing on me. I'll hurt you. Don't do that. Oh my God. An iconic Kardashian scene has been remade by Nick and Friends Brothers on our Q105 Facebook page. I love that you don't even say the other two's names. You're just like Nick and Friends. I'm like, they shared the same birth canal. I don't know if it was Kevin or Joe. It was it was Joe. I was more focused on Nick. <laughs> so that's on our Q105 Facebook page. It's it's fun. And you know what? We don't know how real any of these people are. We like those guys. Yeah, they're pretty real. They're pretty real. Uh Shameless will finally end after 11 scene seasons joining Homeland as a long-running Showtime original to wrap up this year. Uh, the decision arrives as William H. Macy has been open about wanting to do another season or two, meaning the current season 10 and then the 11th. The renewal also means it'll match the season length of the UK original. It's currently inching toward the end of its 10th season. It's first without former leading lady Emmy Rossum. Uh, the series, which explores lots of issues about class and race and a lot of sex and drugs in Chicago, Southside ranks as one of Netflix's most watched scripted originals. Um, we didn't have time to do this last hour because we were talking much about the Oscars and the nominations. If you missed that, please grab the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Abby Huntsman is leaving The View. Uh, it, it, she says it's to help her dad, John Huntsman Jr., in his gubernatorial campaign in Utah. But CNN says it's about... Her complaints about a troubled culture and recent tensions between her and her co-host, Megan McCain. Her last day is Friday. Which is crazy because they have the same views per se. So I'll sit back and <laughs> you're the view expert. Where do you sit with this? Okay, so like they teased that they had a big, big announcement and like like everyone else were like, ooh, Megan McCain's leaving. And then Abby's like, we're leaving. We're like, no, we like you. We like you. We, we like, okay, because I'm an adult. I am not the conservative mindset, but if you, we have a conversation, it's good. I take away from you, you take away from me. That's how I feel about Abby. I understand what she says, and I'm sure if she sat down with me, as with Megan, it's kind of just like tunnel vision, and she's like elbowing people out the way, like, move, it's just my, what my view is the right view, and I'm just like, no, but so like, when she said she was leaving, I was like, no, we want to keep you, we, because... It's not the view if everyone agrees. You know what I mean? Because right. like you know, what I mean? so we need like that the voice that disagrees with the other strong-minded, focused women of the show. So and you need the louder ones, unfortunately. And like, and she offered content on both like a liberal aspect and a conservative aspect. You know what I mean? Like she understood stuff. Like as with the one who just yells, who sits on the end with blonde hair and red lips, and who's very pretty, who I kind of am obsessed with. She gets on my nerves. It's very unfortunate. Yeah. And I think it's 
Art reflects life, and life reflects art. Politics reflect life. Life reflects politics. Um, and this is not a political view, mm-hmm. but the president is where he was because he lit a match that was already filled with gasoline all over the country based on, like, you see a lot of... Uh, the opinions that take off, the things that take off are to the extremes. It's always... It's it's long been that way. Um News has changed. So much mm. has changed, and that's why someone sitting in the middle never gets the attention. I didn't even know. I didn't, I've never heard her voice. I, I don't know. Who Abby? She, never. She, All I know is Megan McCain, Whoopi, and Joy. Joy, yeah. The loud ones. Yeah. Nobody in the middle who can have a reasonable, thoughtful, open-minded discussion gets any gets any play anymore. And we love Anna Navarro, who's also very deeply conservative. I love her. Who? She's she's a Latina from Miami. Right. But again, if you're not loud, you don't get picked up in the well, news cycle. Well, she's actually only on Friday. She's very loud and vocal. Okay. But if she was, but here's the thing: if Abby's leaving, make Anna every day, and then we're back to where we need to be. I'm, I'm back in. I like her. To my point of, <laughs> she's loud. We, we, we live in a loud, bombastic culture, and why I'm not going to scoff at this. Bombastic. I like that. Well, I'm not going to scoff at this. Cardi B wants to run for office. I think I want to be a politician. I really love government, even though I disagree. Even though I don't agree with government, uh, she tweeted some stuff. Uh, her newly rejuvenated interest in politics was sparked watching war documentaries. I'd like to know which ones. She got mixed feedback. Unsurprisingly, she decided she's going to need to explain herself a little more clearly. And Twitter is really never the right place to do that. There is no nuance. Um, so I'm going to come back to my last two tweets another day. I'm going to talk about it another day. I do feel, feel like if I go back to school and focus focus up, I can be a part of con- Congress. I deadass have so much ideas that make sense. I just need a couple of years of school and I can shake the table. I, I think, I'm telling you, this is not as maniacal as it sounds. Look who's president. People don't want politicians right now. And I don't she, want Cardi B. Who? She, what? What state is she gonna run for? New York? Because it ain't happening in Ohio. I'll tell you that. As someone who's voted for a lot of people who have not made it in office, you ain't doing it in Ohio. It goes to my. It goes to my point that we live in a world of loud, and unfortunately, that's what cuts through as opposed to being reasonable. I'm gonna ask you a question, and I. The debate. Who is the who is the name name a Congress person that jumps out to you? AOC, because she has very loud, boisterous opinions. There's no middle. It's very extreme. And I'm looking at her Twitter account right now. <laughs> but can you imagine though? Like in the debate, they'd be like Congresswoman Bella Calise Alcazar, because that's her real name. She's like, oh, you know what I'm saying we ain't gonna do this. <laughs> I'd be like, ugh, girl, get off C-SPAN. I know that a lot of people dislike politicians. I'm not a big fan of many of them as well for for many reasons that probably share your views. But look around the world. There are lots of bombastic people in charge now. I mean, it it's it's something to behold. I mean, I'm I'm not here to disrespect her claims, but like she did say she's going to go back to school blah 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 and the same since she said I'm dead ass. I'm just like, "Oh, girl, no. This is how this works." Not that she's running for president, but look at the disarray as we try to figure out a, an opponent to run opposite uh, President Trump. So I'm just saying, like, give it some thought before you shoot it down dead ass style. I mean, 
Okay, sure, sure. I, you know what? Nothing's going to shock me anymore in this world. President Cardi B, Secretary Beyonce. I mean, who? Treasurer of National Security, Lady Gaga. I, nothing's shocking me anymore in this world. Yeah. Um, Panaful Ladies is on the way in a couple of minutes. We will get you hooked up with a prize to be a part of that in less than fifteen minutes. Q one hundred five. Fifteen on Q one hundred five. It's time to join Paige on the panel full of ladies. You can call now. Ladies, ladies. All my ladies. Q one hundred five's the morning reboot. You're not just helping Eric. You're helping all men. I need help. The panel full of ladies. Four one nine two four zero one zero five five. Start dialing. Eight sixteen. It's Eric and Floyd. If you've missed any part of the show, please go get the podcast. We'll have it posted before ten o'clock. Text Eric to four one nine two four zero one zero five five. Hi, Paige. Good morning. Good morning. Paige is uh, Paige is 25, single, one kid. What part of Toledo are you from? Holland, Sylvania area. Excellent. Um, first question, what's the what's the, la- the very last thing you do before you go to bed? Brush my teeth. Very last thing. Mm. Like that like you brush your teeth and you hop right in the bed? Pretty much, yeah. Okay, That's hold on. Last thing. Hold, hold on one sec. We're grabbing somebody else, okay? Don't go. All right. Hi, it's uh, the morning reboot. Who's this? This is Morgan. Hi, Morgan. Morgan. Morgan, what's the last thing you do before you go to bed? The last thing I do before I go to bed is take my contacts out. Okay. Uh, Back to you, Paige. Where is your phone? Where's your phone plugged in at night, Paige? Right by my nightstand. Like, so it's right by my head. Okay. Morgan, what about you? Where's your phone plugged in at night? Same, about, I don't know, less than a foot from me. Paige, what is the foulest thing you've ever smelled? <sighs> My kid's shit is pretty bad. Hey! Oh, poopy doo! <laughs> Guess no, what? No cussing, Paige. Yours is too. <laughs> Morgan, what's the foulest thing you've ever smelled? When I went to a dairy farm. Really? Ooh. Ooh, Lots of what, manure. What, is it manure? Okay. What else? Uh, Paige, again, watch your language, please. We're <laughs> we're a East Toledo family friendly show, at least. Um, what What's the hardest place or the hardest spot in your house to keep clean? The bathroom. Which part of it? Oh my! The sink. My girlfriend always has her makeup everywhere. <laughs> Morgan, do you still live with your parents, or do you live with your boyfriend? Nope. Live with my boyfriend, pretty much. Okay. So. What's the hardest place in your house to keep clean? Also the bathrooms, because the dog likes to come in and get pet while you're doing your business, and mm-hmm. then there's hair everywhere. Oh, I have that in my house, too, but <laughs> it's more because there's, like, hardwood floors, and the the hair, like, tumbles up, like, uh, crumbles up like tumbleweed, yep. and it just blows everywhere. Okay. Um, last question, Paige. Remember, no dirty words. <laughs> okay. Paige, what part of your life would be most interesting for a reality TV show? Ooh, my ex-wife and I. How often, interesting to watch. How often do you uh, you guys interact? Daily. Daily? Okay. Yeah, I'm down for that. Morgan, what about you? What would be the most interesting part for a reality TV show in your life? Your Taylor Swift fandom? 
probably my Taylor Swift fandom or like a carpool karaoke documentary. Okay. What's <laughs> the jam. What's the last Taylor Swift centric thing that you did? Um I mean, I started singing in the workplace. What song? <laughs> Shake it off. <laughs> That's a good workplace jam. Nothing new? It's, like no lover? Yeah. I mean, it's also like 22 that comes up a lot now that I am 22. So. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Morgan, thank you. And Paige, hold on one second. Floyd, what would be the most interesting uh, part of your life for a reality show? My nightlife. I agree. That would be fun. All the ratings on E and MTV. I'll probably be on VH1 because I'm at that age now. I'm on VH1. I'm thinking you'd be on Netflix because too much profanity. Yeah, too much profanity. <laughs> but we're not violent, though. A the- lot of profanity, a lot of adult activities. No, 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 no. Um, there's a Bad Boys for Life movie coming out this week. Um, that will kind of be our theme for the trailer game with Jeff and McGee next. 841 on Q105. It's the morning reboot. Eric Chase and... Floyd. Floyd, I don't know if you've seen this. Um, I saw somebody get an update, a notification on their phone, so I went over and checked uh, WTOL's Twitter account, and it says, Breaking update, the endangered missing child advisor for missing Port Clinton teen has been canceled. Ohio AG Dave Yost says he has been recovered. So well, I guess we'll get more with the press conference coming up at noon today. There was a lot of activity last night. Uh, the 500 block of Fulton Street in Port Clinton, I believe it was, with a lot of uh, local authorities and the Bureau of Criminal Investigation out there as well. And uh, a lot of things blocked off, little to no information. Uh, just there would be a press conference today, and it looks like it will unfortunately end with what mm-hmm. many had suspected. I said when you say recover, that's never a mm-hmm. good good verbiage of use of words. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll slide over to uh, happier things here. Get your baby Yoda's ready. Uh, our friend, our pop culture superhero, our pop culture Jedi, Jeffy McGee is here. Hi, Jeff. Good morning, guys. How are you doing this morning? Good, good, good. How are you, sir? Uh, hanging in there, hanging in there. It was a relatively busy but survivable weekend at the box office, thanks to the success of 1917. Did very well for a relatively small action war movie, etc., etc., especially leading up to Oscar nominations, which we'll get to in a little bit. But we're looking ahead to this weekend. And it's time to talk to the animals a little bit. Why? Because Doolittle comes out this weekend, which is the new version of the classic guy who talks to animals tale, starring Robert Downey Jr. in his first uh, sojourn post-MCU. Although, let's be honest here, are we all believing that he really won't come back to the MCU at some point? Because... This is comic book movies. This is what's going to happen. This so. is the dark version of the Eddie Murphy movie? In a lot of ways, except it's not really a dark version as much as it is a more adventure-schemed version. And Dr. Doolittle has been around in forms even before the Eddie Murphy movie because the, the character of Doolittle had been around and, and had a previous movie made about him in the mid-1960s, actually, as well. Jerry Lewis. No, that was no. not Jerry Lewis. No. <laughs> that was Rex Harrison, who you would know maybe as he was the guy who played um, Henry Higgins in My Fair Lady, the movie. So, okay, then never mind. So, all right, fine. <laughs> so he, so in this, he talks to animals, and the animals talk back, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It, it, it is all. It is all about that mutual <sighs> communication more than anything else. Think of the Nutty Professor with Jerry Lewis. There you go. Like, what yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was the other Doctor <laughs> yeah. movie that uh, Eddie Murphy remade in the 
nineteen in the ni- mid nineteen nineties. So, but so we're gonna look at movies in the trailer game where animals talk, not necessarily to humans, but they definitely are shown to be talking. Okay. So let's start with number one, please. The gift is back. Now what? Ah! Ah! The Madagascar. No, nope. could not have talked to you. He's a lunatic. Hello. Lucky's in the bathroom right now. Dog is just in the know. bathroom. You said the name like five seconds ago. I put in the ni- the 1998 Eddie Murphy Doctor Doolittle right oh, there. Oh, that was Raymond <laughs> Simone's voice at the end of that. I'm like, I know that voice, but okay. Sorry. All right, I-, I thought that was a gimme, and apparently not. Okay, so <laughs> so that was the original Doctor Doolittle with Eddie Murphy from 1998. They did eventually make a sequel, hence that being the original. All right, so let's go to number two on the list, please. My life has been saved by the miracle. Of lasagna. Oh, that's Garfield. That is Garfield. (laughs) From 2004 with who is Garfield? Oh, I don't know, but I remember, I know who played John. That was Bill Murray, who played Garfield. and John? John John was Breckenmeyer. Yeah, I had a crush on him. Oh, boy, that career went real fast. But but, uh, Bill Murray played Garfield, and the funny part was that the guy who played Garfield in the cartoon also played Bill Murray's character in uh, the Ghostbusters cartoon. So, uh, Lorenzo Music. Yeah, so there's a a circle of life thing here. All right, so Floyd won. Eric, hi. As we go to number three on the list, please. When I first came to the boss's farm, it was a whole new world to me. That's big. Oh, that is big. <laughs> Very well done. <laughs> la, la, la. I thought I, about it. Yeah. That'll do pig. That's why I stayed in my men. Uh, That'll yeah. do pig. Babe was a, was an was an excellent movie for a talking animals on a farm movie. That was a very very good movie and so, not snubbed by the Oscars in it, both films. No, it got it got he got, he uh, it actually was nominated for best picture and actually um, there was a sequel. Yeah, Babe yeah, Pig Babe Pig in the City. It was actually very good. Believe it or not, so very imaginative for it. So, <laughs> all right, so Floyd two, Eric, hi. As we go to number four on the list, please. Everything the light touches. Lion King. Yeah, it's Lion King. <laughs> I had to put Lion King in there somewhere, especially considering that we're going to be talking about it in a little bit here. But that is the hmm. most recent Simba. one. Last. <laughs> Did you like the remake? By the way, I didn't. No. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Not. The live action money grab. Live action is a mis- is a is a contradiction in terms. It was animated, damn it. It was just computer animated to look like live action. Okay. CGI money grab. There you go. All right. So Floyd three. Eric, you have but minuscule time to catch up here as we go to number five on the list. This Christmas, the legend returns. That's Alvin and the Chipmunks. That's Alvin and the Chipmunks. Is that shipwrecked? No, that was the Sorry. original. That, is, that was the original one. That was the nineteen, the two thousand seven one. I can't believe they've squeezed three sequels out of that franchise already. Jay Sean Uncle loves you, but that was his favorite movie when he was a kid. Uh, I've seen every last one of them in the movie theater. <laughs> Jeff, I can see. All righty, we'll uh, we'll get to the Oscar snubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, some in the world of pop culture overlooked, and a few more things that are buzzing with streaming and what to watch. With more with Jeff here on the morning reboot on Q one hundred five. We'll do it next. 50 on the morning reboot with Q105. If you're literally just tuning in, um, uh, 
A thing on Twitter here from WTOL. Breaking update. The endangered missing child advisory for missing Port Clinton teen has been canceled. Ohio AG Dave Yost said he has been recovered. I'm sure we'll get much, much more on this uh, coming up at noon today for the press conference out in Port Clinton. I'm just sliding over to 13 ABC's. Um, yeah, 13 ABC's Twitter has the same exact update. So terrible, uh, terrible yeah. ending. But at least there's some some conclusion, and hopefully some answers can get some questions can get answered as to how this all transpired um, as we go through the day. Uh, Jeffy McGee is here. Let's talk Oscars quickly. Some pop culture people snub Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Snubbed uh, is a is a relative term because the problem with everything the, is relative. Yeah, <laughs> the problem with the Oscars is, is that there are so many movies nowadays that want to get nominated, and there are only so many slots, except in Best Picture. Best Picture because they've expanded it to everything. it can go up to, to five to ten. It could be however many need to get nominated will get nominated. Whereas every other slot. They're only, always only going to be five nominees, and so somebody somewhere is not going to get nominated, and it's going to it's going to tick people off. But some familiar names like Adam Sandler, yep. Frozen, yep. Beyonce, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Jennifer Lopez for mm-hmm. one uh, was very highly talked up to be get get nominated for Best Supporting Actress for the Hustlers, and that didn't happen. Uh, Adam Sandler. I mean, when critics are basically saying this is the best performance of Adam Sandler's career, and critics have been historically very not supportive of Adam Sandler in a lot of ways that seemed to be a heavy indication that he was going to get at least a nomination didn't happen as you mentioned Frozen 2 the most popular animated film of all time now didn't get nominated for for best animated film but the thing it is that all things considered with with Frozen 2 I mean the first one already won it's it's Oscar it's year and there were a lot of really well received animated films this year so box office popularity as we've seen with Best Picture, doesn't necessarily translate to getting nominated for anything. no innovation with Frozen 2. It's basically, yeah. You said Best Performance of Adam Sandler's career. That, too, is relative, but... But, but, I mean, but most critics were, like, talking up as a very good performance outside of even the Adam Sandler's career side. But... When you have a year with so many good performances, and there were so many people that were that were talked up as a best actor potential, and you only have five slots, especially when pretty much everybody and their mother is assuming that Joaquin Phoenix is going to win for the Joker. So ultimately, at least one slot was a given, and the rest were kind of like you're kind of talking up runners up. And you mentioned Beyonce. I hesitate to call that a snub necessarily because it was one of those times where the film deliberately put in an original song by the artist in order to try and goad for a best uh, original mm-hmm. song nomination and it didn't work that's happened before there have been m- numerous times when musicals that have been adapted from the stage get a new song thrown in there uh, just to try and get an Oscar nomination that oftentimes won't work why is nobody talking up that Andrew Lloyd Webber didn't, got snubbed this year because of the extra song they put in Cats you know? <laughs> so, that song's actually really good. Okay. I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'm, sta- really good. I'm staying out of that. Thank you. I also want to give an, another <laughs> another one to give a shout out to. I think uh, on in the best actor side, again, because of the dearth of how many nominee, how many uh, spaces there were and how many nominees there could have been, uh, Taron Edgerton got a lot of talk earlier this year uh, for how incredibly he embodied Elton John. And came nothing out of, came out at the wrong time. Yeah, that's the unfortunate problem with 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 a lot of this is that is that it's really dependent on so many factors. And if 
it's gone out of the voters' eyes and hands and in minds by the time it gets to having a ballot in their hands. Mm-hmm. It, it, you can get a lot of things that get overlooked, unfortunately. It's the nature of the business. Uh, some things that are buzzing streaming-wise. Things to Has watch. anybody watched Dracula? Yeah, I wrapped it up last week. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I, I, it caught my attention because it's the creators of Sherlock, mm-hmm. whose work I really like. Yep, yep. And I know... Similar to people going to see an Adam Sandler movie, being surprised it wasn't a comedy, people took the third episode curveball and were pissed about Dracula. Yeah, yeah because ultimately, uh, spoiler alert for anybody who doesn't know, they the creators of this series were very deliberately saying they were not going to try and modernize this. They were not going to put it in a modern setting. It was going to be a period piece. And they said that over and over again in the in the promotion, only to turn out, by the way, at the end of the second episode, oh, surprise, no, it actually is a modern piece. We're suddenly yeah, updating it. To, they, didn't but it mo- they didn't modernize it. Dracula just woke up. Yeah. <laughs> but it's set in a modern time, regardless. It, it's I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was a really, there was a lot of really cool, interesting changes. Now, the question is, do you do anything with the story beyond this? Because you know that, the, that you know, all things considered, if it was enough of a success, and it's gotten a lot of buzz, it's gotten a lot of, you know, talk about it, do you find a way to prolong the story, you know, past this? Or but is it... I would just say, knowing the creators who are great, and I like the majority of their stuff, mm-hmm. Doctor Who, Sherlock, mm-hmm. all that stuff, I'd say prepare not to have a second season simply because the time they get around to it will be 2024. Pretty much. <laughs> you might have two Avatar sequels by the time it comes right. out. The fact of the matter is, is that the way that they make these shows, though, is that the the actors end up getting so popular as a result that they end up getting you know, tons of offers elsewhere, so you have to fit it in where the opportunity arises. So, I also want to give a shout out to the fact that the word has come out that Mark Paul Gossler is going to be appearing on the upcoming Saved by the Bell reboot Stop it. for NBC's uh, streaming service. Do you have a, pro- <laughs> do you you have a problem with Saved by the Bell or do you have a problem with Zach Morris as a character? I, I don't why, I, I don't think they should reboot it. That's like, like my childhood. The world we live in. Honestly, do we honestly think it's yeah. going to take off, though? Everything, no. no, but okay. at the same time, you never know, because ultimately, I mean, who would have thought we had we would have a couple hundred episodes of Girl Meets World to discuss at this point? Maybe You're all, right. All things considered, you never know what's going to catch people's imagination. The problem with the, with a Saved by the Bell reboot is that that show not only does not hold up, but holy cow, its lead character is a brat, and Zach Morris as a character is a horrible, horrible human being if you go back and watch those shows. Wasn't it mostly harmless stuff, though? Not particularly. Did he ever set the school on fire? Did nobody, he put a nobody, in the But he was emotionally manipulating pretty much everybody in the Bayside universe. He saved Jesse Spano from Speed. How dare you? <laughs> After getting her addicted to Speed. Because... <laughs> Everyone likes the victory. Okay? <laughs> and I'm also going to give a shout out to a few new things on Netflix. If you like talking animals, let's go back to the 1992 one of the old school talking animals the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie is available on Netflix right now as we speak and also um, considering that there's a lot of buzz for his upcoming movie Christopher Nolan I mean uh, it's time to revisit Inception which is a brilliant brilliant movie a brilliantly complicated movie but you still can't help but take your eyes you can't take your eyes off it and uh, Quentin Tarantino uh, with all his Oscar nominations let's revisit one of his classics Kill Bills Volumes 1 and 2 are both available on Netflix as we speak. This is my favorite. Really? I love those movies. Mm. I don't think I've ever seen a Quentin Tarantino movie.
with you all the way through. The first scene alone, you would enjoy. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nope, nope. I'll tell you off air. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, thank you. Thank you as always. Uh, 8.58 with the Morning Reboot. Enjoy anything you watch this week. Enjoy our podcast. Get the link. Text Eric to 419-240-1055. Q105 